Hey everybody, welcome back. Over the last couple weeks, we've been on this journey of trying to figure out the steps to take when seeking clarity from God. So, now that we're all praying and fasting, we're at the point where it's saying, okay, what's next? Well, step three is to serve. Well, you may ask, okay, but serve how? Or maybe you could venture off to say that I do serve. I serve every other week in our kids' ministry, or I lead a small group, or maybe you serve on the parking lot team at church. That's all great, and, and those are incredible things, and I encourage you to keep doing those things, but that's not the kind of serving that I'm talking about. I, I want to take a second, though, and make a small plug for every church out there. Churches today are understaffed and under-resourced primarily because we have downgraded church as an event or an experience where we're simply the spectator. So this week, I challenge you, on Sunday, whenever they talk about ways you can serve and engage, go do it. Go to the meeting, sign up for the serve event, and get your hands dirty and just begin serving. Now, I need to get back on track because, as I mentioned, that's not the type of serving that I'm talking about. The kind of serving I'm talking about is actually even more basic than that. It's simply the command that Jesus gave to us. Before we go deep dive into understanding that type of serving or the concept of serving that I'm talking about, let's ask a couple questions and lay some foundation, a good solid foundation, so that we can build upon this idea of serving. The first question I have is, what did Jesus say was the greatest commandment? If we look in Matthew 22, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all of your mind. For this is the first and greatest commandment. And second is like it. You should love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all of the law and the prophets. So according to Jesus, the first commandment is to love God, and the second commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, so that leads us to my second question. My second question is, how do we love God and love our neighbor? If we look at Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4, it gives us a pretty good idea of what it means to love your neighbor. It says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you not look to his own interest, but look also to the interest of others. For me, I love the way that the message paraphrase says this verse. It says, do not be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourself long enough to lend a helping hand. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a very, very convicting verse. It's convicting even in a season like this, when we are all on this journey of trying to find clarity for our life. We're trying to unlock what God's speaking to us. I mean, all of that seems like a godly and, and noble thing to do to want to know what God's speaking to us. But in seeking that clarity, have we gotten so self-absorbed? Have we gotten so self-conceited that we forget to look at the interests of others? That we forget to look at the needs that others have? Now, I would argue that in today's culture, it's very, very easy to be self-consumed and self-absorbed and only focused on yourself. But that's not something that's new to us. There's encouragement in that because the disciples also had the same issue. I mean, was it not in response to the disciples having an argument amongst themselves of who was the greatest that Jesus had to intervene? At the Last Supper, it's recorded in Luke 22, it says, But not so with you. 
Rather, let the greatest among you become as the youngest, and the leader as one who serves. For who is greater, the one that reclines at the table, or the one that serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I, I am among you as the one who serves. Did, did you catch what Jesus says? But I, I am among you as one who serves. So if being Christ-like is our goal, then the target's pretty clear. We must become servants. So yes, serve in the church, absolutely. But more importantly than serving in the church, serve as the church. Serve by loving your neighbor. If you don't know where to begin, simply look at Matthew 25. Just start by giving food to the hungry and water to the thirsty, clothe the naked, welcome the stranger, care for the sick, and visit the imprisoned. So as we are praying and fasting and listening for what the next steps may be, I believe that we'll never unlock that clarity until we begin to do it with step three, to serve as the church.